This is the 77 WABC minicast. I understand we have the GOP chair from New Jersey. Exactly. We've got Bob. Let's, let's, see, let's see what's going on in Jersey. Yeah, Bring Bob. Uh, Bob, and I know you ran against uh, Senator Menendez. I remember you being on the show with us on WABC yeah. many times. Um, yeah. You're, of course, the current GOP chair there. First of all, your reaction. This is it's stunning, as we're just talking about, because of the hung jury last time. The allegations are it's like he started minutes later with this one. It's unbelievable. You can't you can't make this stuff up. It's just you know, Rita. Not only did I run against them, we grew up together in Union City, born in the same year. We went to the same school system, and I've known him since certainly high school and all those years. And and my wife and I we decided to run against him because of the moral issues. We knew how corrupt he was and how bad it was and how how poorly he delivered for New Jersey at the same time. And but I want important for us to focus on here. The Democrats are going to go behind doors now. He's already stepped down as the chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. He, he's going to be pushed out by saying, we're not going to give you the line. We're going to work out some kind of deal to get you some kind of probation, no jail. Hey, uh, Bob, you're breaking up. Bob, you're breaking up a little bit on the phone. I did hear what you said, though, um, that uh, he's been temporarily stepping down as foreign relations chair. Apparently, Senator Schumer just announced that a little bit ago. Um, And there are also intense calls now for him to resign from Democrats and Republicans. But he's uh, Schumer is apparently reporting that Menendez is going to at least step down from the foreign relations committee. Yes, they, they, they're going to get him to resign also behind closed doors. We don't want him to resign. He is very beatable, even in a presidential election year. And how could someone so smart be so stupid to do stuff like that, leave gold bars, hundreds of $100 bills in his pockets? It's, it's bizarre that he could possibly be, be such a smart person and be so stupid besides being corrupt. But anyway... Uh, but the thing is, they're going to go behind do- behind doors and, and say, oh, no, you know, we're going to resolve this ourselves. Well, baloney, you know, Donald Trump says we should have a jury trial. He said, no jury trial. Let's let's have the people decide what the solution is. Let's help hold the Democrats to the same standard. What's this nonsense behind closed doors, smoke filled rooms to decide who the candidate's going to be? Oh, no, we're an open party. We're not like you Republicans. This is a disgrace of what they're doing. And watch how they handle it. We've got to take advantage of this and really let them know they're going to pay the price for the corruption throughout that party, and we're going to make them pay for it. So, Bob, Ed, Ed Cox here. If, in fact, you were to resign and there is a, uh, a special election, which I'm sure the governor would declare right away, does the county, does the chair of the party then get to select the candidate? You would get to select the Republican, and the chair of the state party would get to select the uh uh, the, the Democratic candidate? Is that the way it would work? No, I don't think so, Ed. I think what the, what's going to likely happen is they play the game they want. They're going to extend it for another four or five weeks, and he's up for re-election in 24. So he will appoint, Governor Murphy will appoint a successor, like Governor Christie did when uh, Frank Lautenberg died, and that person will either run or not run in 24. And let's be clear what's going to happen. This is a you have a great show here, and I don't want to tell you stuff that I think is going to happen. They're going to appoint somebody who's going to be much more difficult to beat than Bob Menendez. And then we're going to be stuck with somebody. Menendez will be 70 in January. 
He's got even if he wins next year, he'd have one maybe one term, maybe two at the most. They're going to appoint somebody who's an attractive candidate who can run maybe four times. Twenty-four years will be stuck with this decision because it, it's hard to beat an incumbent. But we can win an open seat, or we can or we can win a seat with a guy as badly damaged as Menendez is now. With those pictures with the gold bars and the hundred-dollar bills sticking out of his pockets, I just it's beyond belief that you could have that happen. Despite that, and, uh, I would I would think he'd want to stay in office and then use that his resignation as a bargaining trade, sl- trade, a trade, trade exactly, Your Honor. It's the only trade he has. It's the only card he has. He has to do it. But I tell you, I hope he doesn't resign. We've got to fight so hard. He is a fighter, right? All those people you trying to dig my grave. I see you doing. I'm going to come and get you. You know, to Torricelli and all these other people. He's he's done, unfortunately, but we got to hope he can hang on like Joe Biden. We want Joe Biden to be the presidential candidate and we want Bob Menendez to be the Senate candidate in 24 and get Republicans back on the right track here. Now, would you run? Would you run, Bob, again? Uh, You know, I I had a good experience when I ran. I ran for moral reasons, having grown up with the guy and he was going to run unopposed after a freaking hung jury. And there was nobody's going to my wife and I made the decision to do that. It was a good experience. Made so many good friends. I've gotten in so many more businesses in New Jersey and above the board businesses because of that and friends I've made. And I, I would say I would never say I wouldn't run, but I'm not planning on it at this point unless something changes dramatically. Well, he looks like a piker compared to President Biden. If, in fact, the uh, the trusted informant of the FBI is right that Biden received $5 million. That's a lot of gold exchange. bars, Ed. Yeah, that's a, a lot, lot of gold, gold bars. bars. Yeah. Doesn't gold that's bars feel like 18th bars. century? Doesn't it feel like, <laughs> like it's like, who uses gold bars these days? Well, you know, the gold bars are a great thing because the, the IRS and, and the Treasury, you don't have to get 1099s for them. So gold can be gone back and forth like artwork. You know, you don't know what the value is. And, and the fact that they gave her gold bars is just unbelievable. You weren't trying to slide this through the IRS and, and, and screw the taxpayer by doing this. They knew what they were doing. But to allow that in your house, after all the rumors about the investigation was going on, he, he started a defense fund already. He knew he was on investigation. It's almost like you would think that had to be planted there. How could you be so stupid to have gold bars and hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollar bills, hundred dollar bills sticking out of your pockets and they put them on the floor and took pictures of them? It's unbelievable. It is. And by the way, I want to also say that Menendez uh, came out with a statement and essentially said, uh, this is sort of typical for Congress. A, I don't know great, what that says. That's a great affirmative defense. Yeah. Totally Democrats in Congress. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you can't make it up. Uh, wow. It's the everyone does it defense. <laughs> I'm afraid yeah. it doesn't work. Oh, oh, wait, well, it'll be God. interesting if he starts saying, hey, wait a minute, what about so-and-so? What about so-and-so? There we go. I understand uh, that uh, uh, President Biden and Menendez had many fights. Uh, is it, uh, is it uh, President Biden's turn to turn on Menendez? Well, you know, the thing is, when, when Menendez fought against originally uh, Obama on reopening re- uh, relationships with Cuba. Obama and Menendez got on bad terms, and Menendez blamed his ind- original indictment on Obama's vengeance because it was a Democratic president, and his Justice Department indicted him on the first time. And, and Biden was the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, which is Menendez's area. God forbid he would bring money back to New Jersey, but he can talk about what's happening in in East Africa or China or something, but no, no, no value to New Jersey. Because I understand uh, Menendez was pushing him on a lot of things 
and uh, telling uh, President Biden that if you don't do X, Y, and Z, I'm not going to vote for any of your people. Yeah, but the thing is, Biden have, is awake only a couple hours a day. How, how, <laughs> I don't think Menendez, maybe, maybe Menendez had that argument with Biden's people, the progressives that are really running the White House. But Joe Biden wouldn't have had, I don't think Joe Biden could have that conversation with Bob Menendez. You know, so I, I don't doubt that Menendez was aggressive and arrogant. You know, when I ran against them, we had all these pictures of stuff went on in the Dominican Republic, allegedly with these underage women and, and stuff like that, that the people ignored and stuff. A month after he was reelected, he, he's not like a physically chilled, chiseled guy, right? He goes just to show the arrogance. A month after he's elected, and I'm, and I'm over the election. It's no big deal. Life goes on. You lose an election. You move on. Keep doing other stuff. He was he was photographed openly with a girlfriend in Puerto Rico with just a bathing suit, no shirt on, with his big, heavy body out there saying, screw you, buddy. I don't care what you do. You can't get me. So he's so arrogant. And this is the most unbelievable thing. His son is a congressman, you know, who took his Congress seat before just recently in the last election. And from what I hear, he's, he's doing a good job and a good guy. And, and Menendez's first wife, Danny Jacobson, lived a few blocks from me where I grew up on 12th Street in Union City. And good people. And this guy has just gone off the deep end in the last 40 years and embarrassed our state, our country, our, our county, our, our Union City. It's just it's just so embarrassing. Oh, thank you. We got to take a break. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. We got to get back to uh, more uh, New York business uh, besides New Jersey business. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> thank Bob Hebus posted. Bob Hugan, okay. yeah, Thank Let's you so much. Jersey. Come on. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, take care. Thank uh, you. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than fifty percent of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.